Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand, hey, finances, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, we've been talking about the private reserve strategy and ways that we can use life insurance as a way to add protection and to diversify within your portfolio. And the reason that we talk about life insurance is it lines up with the private reserve strategy. And what is the private reserve strategy? That is a plan that we put in place that is designed to help increase your portfolio, to improve your position. And the way we do it, or at least one of the ways we do that, is by helping you reduce the wealth transfers that are happening, where you're losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily, money you don't even realize that you're losing. And in addition to stopping that bleeding, stopping the wealth transfer, we help you position your resources in a way that can grow uninterrupted, tax-free with compounding interest. Now, we're not talking about a market-type investment, though we do market investments. We're talking about a way to add diversification. So we talked last week, and we went over what the the definition, official definition of the private reserve strategy is. And we also talked about another area. And for those of you who are joining us through our YouTube channel, you'll see that on the screen, we're talking about there are two ways when it comes to money, you actually finance everything you buy. And we talked about this last week. And we talked about the fact that either you are giving your cash to someone so you don't have to pay them any interest, but then you lose the interest your money could have made for you. Or you say, huh, I figured out, I worked with Crystal Clear Finances, I figured out how to grow my own money and I'm making more money on my own money, more interest than the interest I would pay if I loaned it from someone. So I'm gonna take that loan over here and let my money stay and work as hard as I am. So we talked about that concept last week. That concept is so important when it comes to thinking thinking about how do we use it in life insurance because we can look at a life insurance and we can say, oh, here's an opportunity I have or here's an expense I have, pretend it's a car. And you could say, well, this car to go get it's gonna cost me 9% interest. Well, I don't wanna pay 9%. So we can look at other ways where we can go get money and still keep you in control of it. And that's where the life insurance cash value fits in. Now, the other thing that we talked about last week, and again, I'm gonna show this on my screen for all of you in YouTube land, uh, we talked about wealth transfers. Now, for the past, oh, I would say at least six months now, I've been talking about the great wealth transfer that is coming our way, especially women. They say 70%. It's going to end up in your hands, and I'm excited about that. But what we want to do is we want to make sure that you're ready for that wealth transfer, and so we've been focusing on that. But when I talk about wealth transfers today, I'm talking about like, just like there's good wealth transfers, the money comes to you, there is negative wealth transfers where money is actually leaving you. Money is leaking through your hands unknowingly and unnecessarily. For instance, did you know that how you pay for your house is an example of a wealth transfer? 
Now, we all have to pay to sleep inside. And you might say, well, Crystal, my mortgage is all paid off. Well, you probably are still paying property taxes. So we pay to sleep inside. But when we begin overpaying, I, I had a situation just the other day. I was on a conference call with a client and we do a lot of Zoom or in person, whatever works best for the individual. And they were saying that they were overpaying on their mortgage. They were sending several hundred dollars more each month. And I said, well, what is the interest that you're paying on your mortgage? And she said, well, I'm, I'm paying 2.35, two point, like 2.35. Right now we're like, oh my word. And I'm like, why would you be in a rush to pay that off? Especially can, because you can take that extra few hundred dollars a month and you can put it over here in a savings account that's offered through the life insurance company that's not life insurance. It's just the savings account because you have life insurance with them and they're giving 4%. So you could make 4% on your money, but then you could pay 2.35% on the mortgage, and then that doesn't even count any deductions that might come with it. So when we begin to look at it and say, wow, I was transferring wealth away, that's a wealth transfer. And that's why it's so important that we've spent time in previous programs and continually with our clients to try to identify, oh, there's where money's not being spent efficiently. It's not that it's bad to pay your house off. I'm not saying that at all. I just want to do it the most efficient way. Wouldn't it be nice instead to take that money, build it up in an account that's getting 4%, and then when it gets to the amount that has 4% in it, that savings account, gets the same amount as your mortgage, if you want to, you could just take the full amount out in one foul swoop and get it paid off. But in the meantime, you kept control of your money. You kept it growing with compounding interest. So there's a lot there when it comes to wealth transfer. I'm going to move on because we covered this last week, but I do just want to list the wealth transfer areas. One of them is, like we just said, the mortgages. It's how people, second one is how people pay for college. So one is mortgage, two is college, three deals with taxes. You might say, well, Crystal, how can you get out of paying taxes? If I could figure out a way that we all could pay zero taxes all the time ever, oh, they would be lining up at the door at Crystal Clear Finances. What we want to do is pay the least amount that's legally possible. We will pay what we have to, but not a penny more. And sometimes by the way that we invest, we trigger more taxes for ourselves and we're not even realizing it. And that's where we ended last week by talking about the fact that we should know what tax deferred, tax free and tax advantaged and taxable type of accounts are. So we have one for wealth transfers, right? We have the mortgage, we have college. The third one is taxes. And then the fourth one is those qualified plans, knowing how to do that properly. Fifth one is major capital purchase. What's a major capital purchase? According to Don Blanton, anything that you can't pay for it, out of one month's living expense, you're going to have to use money from someplace else. Well, that's a major capital purchase. And then the last area where wealth transfer happens is with protection. Now, we do need protection. I believe that putting long-term health care in place, putting life insurance in place, disability insurance, car insurance, homeowner's insurance, some of this, it's like, oh, really? Do we have to pay for car insurance? Yeah, because if you're in an accident, you're going to be really glad you did. But making sure you have the right type of insurance, that's what helps the wealth transfers be minimized. And that's what we want to see. That's all part of the strategy.
You know, a lot of times we'll sit down with clients and they'll say, Crystal, I love the private reserve strategy. I love how you're using it. I would like to buy some life insurance so I can implement that strategy with this tool, but I don't know if I have enough money to do that. That's where we begin to say, okay, well, let's look. It needs to be affordable. It needs to be something that you can put in place and keep it in place. Because if you only do it for the first year, I don't think you're the one that's going to make out on the deal. I think the life insurance companies are going to say, thank you, let's play this game again. Mm -mm. Not on my watch. We want to make sure, many times when I'm talking with clients, we want to make sure that they take a step and they hold the ground then, okay, we've got this. We'll take another step and hold the ground. So we want to make sure that it's affordable to you. And one of the ways we do this is we look through your spending habits and say, hey, we pull up the wealth transfers and say, tell me about your house. Oh, well, there's $300 more a month that you were paying above and beyond what was required. Okay, so there's 300 there. Oh, wait a minute, you were doing this into a qualified plan and we could do it a more efficient way over here. There's another $400 that's come. And you look at all these different ways and before you know it, you're like, wow, there's like $700. $700, if we just spent, took 500 of it and put it started putting it away so that when opportunities or expenses arise, you have a place that you can draw from, now that's good planning. All right, so that's what we talked about last week. We also talked about opportunity cost. And the reason why I'm going over these concepts is all of these concepts are wrapped up in the private reserve strategy. And if you don't understand that, hey, you finance everything you buy, then you're going to be believing I should just pay cash for everything. But if we can help your cash earn more money than what you pay in interest, then that is a more efficient way to do that, right? Well, the same thing with opportunity costs. We have to look, it's not just what we buy or we, we don't just want to consider the cost. We want to consider how we pay for it. See, opportunity is this. I have a dollar and I decide for that dollar I want, well, I better make it $5. I have $5 and I decide I want a dark chocolate candy bar. Well, now I have my $5 that I can go buy that candy bar. So when I give that $5 to the cashier and they give me this most delicious sea salt, dark chocolate, anyways, I digress, chocolate bar, you can say, oh, well, how much did that cost you, Crystal? And I could say, that cost me $5, but it didn't. See, that chocolate bar cost me that $5 and everything that $5 could have made for me for the rest of my life. Now, let me assure you of something. That does not mean that I don't buy chocolate bars. What it means is that I maybe don't do it every day. And I say, huh, if I'm going to put a $5 chocolate bar in my mouth, I'm going to put a $5 into my life insurance policy. Or I'm going to put $5 into my investments. So it's not that we don't have wealth transfers. It's not that we don't use our money. That's what we have it for. We just get very wise and creative in how we're going to do it. And so we have to look at the opportunity cost. I'm going to bring that back to what we had talked about a moment ago when I said you finance everything you buy. If I'm going to buy a $30,000 car and because I don't want to pay their interest rate, I give them my $30,000, then you think, hmm, all I paid was $30,000. But did you really? 
you paid 30000 plus you gave up everything the 30000 could have made for you. So let's move on from that. But I want you to understand how those concepts work because that's what makes it so important when we're using life insurance because then we're able to leverage different uh, capabilities of it, collateral capacity. But let me give you an example. And what I want to do is I want to talk a little bit about the zero line. And to me, this is such a good concept because pretty much you could draw this on a napkin if you needed to. So you have the zero line and that's where most people start out. Not a lot of debt, right? And not a lot of assets, just you're kind of breaking even here. And you go along in life and you say, okay, I I'm just breaking even, I'm on neither side of the line, but I need a car. Wouldn't you know it? I need a car and it's $30,000. I know that's probably a really small car. I should probably update that. You need $70,000 for a car. So you decide I don't have $70,000 saved because you haven't saved it yet. And we haven't met. And you haven't sat down at Crystal Clear Finances to create a life insurance policy. So let's say you don't have one. What happens for most individuals or for many individuals is that they'll purchase the car and they go into debt. And as I'm demonstrating on my computer, you can see that when we go into that debt, it goes down and then you spend the next five years doing what? Paying your car payment. Why are you paying your car payment? Well, yes, so that you don't have a bad credit score, but you're also paying it so you can get back to the zero line. And literally after, have you ever noticed this? That after you've paid off your car, what happens? I guess you need a new one because the car starts breaking down. It's funny how that works. Same thing with wash machines and refrigerators and all those wonderful things that are designed to be replaced. Well, what happens is if you don't have reserve, you spend your life going below the zero line, getting in debt, working your way out just to get your head above the line, then getting in debt over and over. Many people will spend their lives in this cycle forever. They don't get above the zero line. And what we need to do is start getting to a place where you say, I don't want to be in this debt part. I remember being there and I said, I don't like this. I literally, money will come in and what happens? It's just used to pay debt. How many of you have gotten your tax returns and what is it used for? To get ahead or to get you back to zero? And so when you get to that place where you say, okay, this is changing. Now, of course, be careful here. If you really say that, that this has to change, then expect that you will have to change. You will have to do things differently than you're doing today so you don't end up in the same place. I always say, if I want to be in a different place, I have to change my mind because my mind, the way I think and the way I process, that brought me to where I am today. And if I don't like where I am today, I got to change the way I think. I've got to grow. So when you get to that place where you are tired of living in debt, that's it, I'm tired, then you begin to make the transition to what I call a saver. Now that might mean that you sold a bunch of assets and you sold, you had a huge garage sale and you paid off debt, you did whatever you needed to, you worked two jobs, you reduced expenses, but whatever it is, you finally got to a place where, okay, we're at zero and I'm starting to save. I remember this day. I remember when I became a saver and I became a pretty good saver. I felt like I should have like this little badge on my shirt that says saver and everybody would wave the queen wave. No, you guys don't relate to that. But savers are pretty proud of themselves. Why? 
because it's like doing push-ups and crunches. It's like it hurts and you want people to recognize, hey, I'm paying a price. I am disciplined. But here's what I noticed. When I became a saver, I saved and saved for my kitchen. Now you've heard me talk about my kitchen before, but just bear with me. When we bought this old farmhouse that our parents told us not to buy, but at 23, I knew everything and said, oh, I can, I can fix this up. It just, it was waiting for Crystal and George. That's what problem was. So I buy this house. Well, it's dilapidated. It, we should have never bought it. So the cupboards, you know how when you open it and there's a panel in there, the panel was missing. So I didn't even have to open the cupboards. Mine was air conditioned because I could reach in, pull my mugs out and didn't even have to open the door. Sounds fun, yeah, not. So we didn't have company over. Nobody got to see what my kitchen looked like and I began to save. We worked extra hours. We cut back on expenses. We did everything that we knew to do. And I started saving and then I started working and then I started making money and I began to just squirrel it away till I had, by my standards, pretty good nest egg in my kitchen account. But this was the thing that just threw me off. Okay, I wanted the granite, write the check. I wanted heated floor, write the check, write the check. That's really on autopilot, write the check, write the check, write the check, until I was at zero. And I'm gonna demonstrate that on the computer screen right now, because here's the thing that just, well, it actually, I don't know if I can say this on radio, but it ticked me off. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to not have the $5 chocolate bars. I'm not going to have pizza every night. I'm not going to do takeout. I'm going to do everything I know. I'm going to pack lunches for my husband, for my kids at school. We're going to say no to a whole bunch of stuff. And I still end up at the zero line. What's the deal? Why is that an any better life? The, spe the spender who spends five years getting back to zero or the saver who spends five years and then crashes to zero? To me, I kept saying, okay, now wait a minute. The wealthy individuals of this country, something tells me that when Donald Trump puts in a new kitchen, he doesn't go broke, right? If you look at people who have money, how are they able to do it? And yet they still keep going on, but I have to be at the zero line? So yes, that was a little bit of keeping up the Joneses in comparison, but I figured if I'm just starting out in my financial journey, I'm gonna figure this money thing out and figure out I don't want to be on the zero line. So I went on a quest to disconnect from the zero line. So I'm gonna show you a picture of what that looks like. And when we look at disconnecting from the zero line, it's very different than what people would think. People can look at it and they say, well, Crystal, how is that any different? In the beginning, and I'll show this picture as well, in the beginning when it comes to the zero line, it looks like a saver. The saver's the one that's gonna get ahead because they're able to put money in an account and immediately they see it growing. Whereas a wealth creator has to choose a vehicle to put their money in that may start slow, but will compound over time and allows them to leverage it. That fancy word, collateral capacity. It sounds scary. It sounds like this is so hard for us to understand, but the truth of the matter is if you will slow down enough, 
and you will learn about collateral capacity. You will learn how to leverage your money and make it work as hard as you do, then you could surpass those who have savings accounts. And that's what I learned. I studied it. I learned about life insurance. I learned that if I paid for the life insurance and then I paid extra on top of it, the extra would go into cash value. And that cash value, though it started out slow, oh my goodness, over time, it began to build. And over time, it would start catching up with my savings. Now, here's where the difference came. With the savings, if all of a sudden I saw something or I wanted to go on a vacation, I had to drain my tank, interrupt the compounding interest, and pay cash for what I was doing over there. And in essence, I had to start over. How many of you, you're sick and tired of having to start over? But with the wealth creator who uses compounding interest through a life insurance cash value policy, now all of a sudden I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I've got this money here, but technically I don't have to use my money because collateral capacity says, how much money do you have here? And I can go to the life insurance company and say, hey, you know, you're on the hook for a couple hundred thousand dollars of my death benefit. And I got some money here. Let's say it's 50000 I got 50000 that's sitting in this account growing uninterrupted, tax-free. You're giving me guaranteed 3% up to 5% that's in there. I kind of like that. I don't want to start over. How about I borrow money from you? I'll pay you back and you, you, you let my money keep growing. All of my money keep growing. And then what will happen is if I die and I haven't paid it back, well, then you can take that money that I borrowed from you for my life, for my death benefit. So when I began to realize I could use my cash value as collateral and I could go to the life insurance company in my contract, I'm allowed to borrow from the company. Then I realize now my money keeps growing. So instead of being a saver where I get to something I want and then I drain the tank, then I get to something I want and then I drain the tank. Now I could build it up. And then when I got to something I want, I went over to the life insurance policy and said, hey, let me have some of that. I'll use your money to do it. And because I knew how much I was making in my account and it wasn't less than what I was paying over here for the interest, I was netting at a good result. See, these are the things that we need to begin to understand when it comes to the zero line, when it comes to understanding how money works. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take a quick 60 second break. Then when we come back, let's tie this all together to understand how this can be possible, perhaps in your life. And we'll be back in just 60 seconds. Life insurance can be used during your lifetime. It's not just about a death benefit. You could have chronic illness riders, long-term healthcare riders, access to cash value, so you could purchase your own cars, finance real estate, save for college, and even use it as tax-free income in retirement. It all depends upon the type of life insurance you put in place. Call Crystal Clear Finances today and let us help you create the policy that's right for you and for your loved ones. Call 518-433-7181 today. And 
we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Thank you for joining me, not just today, but for the past 24 years as, as we have been providing financial insight so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Before we jump back into what we're talking about and put a big bow on it for the day, I do want to encourage you to give the office a call at 518-433-7181. We have some webinars that are coming up that you may be interested in. We have a long-term healthcare webinar so you can sit in the comfort of your own home. And we have a specialist that we're bringing in. If it's in fact true that bankruptcy in retirement is usually caused because of medical bills, then we want to make sure, hey, what can we do to prevent that? So we want to make sure we go over that discussion. And then we are going to have seminars in regards to life insurance. You hear us talking about it. So we're going to do a webinar on all the different types and how it works. And then we're going to have a life insurance workshop. I think that will be so cool. I'm going to invite our clients. Well, if I invite all of our clients, we may not have enough room here to do that. But I'm going to open it up and say, if you have a life insurance policy, let's bring it in. Let's go through it and let's show you how we used it to put kids through college, how Five used it to buy the engagement ring for Jenna and his rental unit and then his forever home, how people can use it for cars. There's so many ways but we want to show you. You know, I think people would be farther ahead in life if they could just understand. I know it's, I know there are a lot of pieces, but it's actually simple. It's just, it sounds confusing because it's a different type of language. But once you begin to realize that you're like, oh my word, it's like, it's like having my own bank and I can have one for my family and you begin to get skilled in using it and then you're not paying other people interest. Then you're making interest. You're the one netting it. So we want to make sure that you understand not just how life insurance works. We want to make sure that if you have life insurance through our office, how are you using it in the way that's appropriate? So with that being said, give our office a call at 518-433-7181 and we'll make sure that you get signed up for our next seminars. All right, so let's turn back to what we were saying. And for those of you on radio, I'm going to walk you through this because what I have in front of me on our computer screen is the private reserve strategy and I have it in picture format. And I think it's so important that we understand how this works. So basically what happens is you sit down with five or myself and we talk to you about what your goals are and we find out what your cash flow is. If your cash flow is tight, then we're going to look to see what wealth transfers may be happening in your life so that we can free up cash. Not go make you make more, not turn your lifestyle upside down. We're just going to look at what are you currently doing and is there a more efficient way to do it? When we found the, find those resources, then we're going to say, okay, let's look at your financial pictures as far as savings and investments. What does your portfolio look, look like and are you well diversified? Now, if you don't have one yet, one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to put the life insurance in place first because to me, that's a foundational piece. We want to make sure you have liquidity, use, and control of your money, and we're going to do that through the life insurance policy. Now, when we make the policy, and this is something we can talk about in another program, but when we make the policy, we're going to determine, are we doing this for death benefit or are we doing this for cash value? If you say, well, I already have a term policy. I don't really need a lot of death benefit. Well, then maybe we'll make the death benefit very small so we can at least use the life insurance vehicle. And then we'll make the cash value large. 
So what we would do is look at your age, run some proposals, see which one's best for you. Then we submit the application. Then you go through underwriting. Hopefully they say, oh my gosh, is that superwoman? But whatever, they'll give you a rating. You'll get approved from the policy, hopefully. And then we put it in place. And then we begin to put money in. Now I know that the way that Five and I design the policies is that the very first year, there's actually money you can touch. How many of you have had an, a policy where it's like the first three years, like Bueller, Bueller, wh wh where's the money that I put here? Well, we make sure that the very first year, as long as it's not a term policy, obviously, if it's a whole life dividend paying cash value policy that we're putting together, we're gonna make sure that that's in place so that you can touch that cash value. And then every year as you keep adding to it, as it continues to grow, we're gonna keep meeting and you'll say, Crystal, you know, I think there's a car that I want. Okay, how much is the car? And you might say, well, Crystal, nowadays it's 50,000. We're gonna look what's in your policy. Then we're gonna say, go shop around and see what are the interest rates out there. And we're gonna see if the interest rate was zero, 2.99, 4%, 10%. We're gonna find out what all the interest rates are so that we gather the information and then once we have the information, we can decide whether we're going to use the life insurance policy to do it, or we're going to save that for another opportunity down the road. Or if we're going to say, well, wait a minute, 0% financing, we're going to use this one for a while. But it hopefully that breaks it down in such a way you can see how simple it is. As your policy grows bigger, you can fund more things, take advantage of more opportunities and handle more unexpected expenses. Well, I'm looking at the clock here, and as I point out on my computer screen and walk through the pictures of it, I'm realizing I am out of time. So feel free, give us a call at 518-433-7181. Schedule that free initial consultation. Let's talk. Let's see what strategy you have in place and if the private reserve is the right one for you. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.